0: Columbus Dispatch is taking an in-depth, year-long look at the Linden neighborhood. This series will explore how Linden became one of the most economically depressed neighborhoods in Columbus and the challenges of revitalizing the neighborhood. We'll speak with residents, neighborhood leaders, and elected officials throughout the series. You can read about it in the newspaper at dispatch.com and listen on this podcast. This is Living in Linden.
1: Hi, I'm Mark Ferencik. I'm the Neighborhoods Reporter for the Columbus Dispatch. We've been doing a series of stories on the Linden neighborhood since May. This is the 10th uh, installment. We decided to look at immigration in the Linden neighborhood this time because uh, of the growing uh, influence of the population there and the uh, growing economic influence and presence there. I think many readers know that it has been a center of the Somali community here in Columbus for many years, especially the Northern Lights area around this Road and Cleveland Avenue. Uh, Northland certainly is also a, a, has also been a, a magnet for the, the Somali community as well. But Linden was one of the first. Our Mexican population also has a presence there. But the interesting thing is in past years, there have been many other nations uh, represented there according to information from the city's Department of Neighborhoods, which is basically also census information. Eastern Africa, which is uh, mostly Somalia, uh, has a, a number of people, or a number of people are from Eastern Africa. But we also have people move moving there from Ghana, from Nigeria, from Caribbean nations like the Dominican Republic, Central America, Guatemala. We have a Haitian population that's represented there. Also from Europe as well, Germany, and even Canada, as well as Iraq. So it's an interesting mix of people. One of the reasons that people are moving to the London area is because it's affordable. Many areas in Columbus are not affordable anymore. You can rent an apartment there for a moderate rate. Also, you can buy a house there for $100,000 or sometimes below, depending on, on where it is although property values are still rising in Linden. So if you drive up and down the Cleveland Avenue corridor, you'll see many businesses there, including, again, you can get anything from coffee to clothes to tax services. And you'll see many different names on buildings there that shows you the diversity of the population in the area. It also keeps many storefronts filled there as well. So the population uh, continues to grow there, has stabilized the Linden population. And again, people are eager to see what's going to happen there.
0: Yeah, and this is uh, Rick on I cover uh, City Hall for the Dispatch. I've been working on this project over the last 10 months with Mark, and the affordability piece of what is drawing these immigrant families to Linden, I think, is really interesting because the, the city is kind of setting up with new rules for incentives for companies to try to better attract development to areas like Linden and the Near East Side and other neighborhoods that are economically disadvantaged. But a huge piece to that is going to be maintaining the affordability of that neighborhood for for these families.
1: Correct. And again, right now, again, Linden has had a problem for many years with vacant and abandoned properties. There are fewer now than there used to be. Affordability is going to be very important for the Linden community in order to keep attracting people. I don't think it's going to be a problem for a while in terms of being not affordable. Again, there are many neighborhoods that could still use some reinvestment. The immigrant community is, again, building a presence there that can lead some of these neighborhoods back. The North Area Linda Commission has its first Somali-born member. His name is Ismail Mohammed. He is supposedly the first Somali-born attorney in the state of Ohio. He was asked to be on the commission to help represent the population in that community. When you talk to neighborhood leaders there, they say it's been difficult to get people from the various immigrant communities involved in civic activities and other things. They want them to become more involved. Like many immigrant communities no matter what country you're from. If you're first generation here, you tend to be a little bit isolated. You tend to to stick with uh, folks you know. You're wary of authorities and worried about other situations around you, so you tend to be very close to your community many people want to, again, get more of the immigrant community involved in city politics and neighborhood issues, things like that. So that's one step for the community to have at least a representation on an area commission where you're dealing with you know grassroots issues and zoning issues as to how your neighborhood develops.
0: Yeah, and it's going to be fascinating to see how that evolves. The fact that we have such a large immigrant population here in Columbus, it's actually sort of surprising that we haven't seen more of... Of people from uh from those groups represented in elected positions or in civic positions like you're talking about uh with the area commission frankly I mean if if you had somebody from the somali community could really get organized that's a huge voting block of people that could represent a real opportunity to do something like get on the city council but we just haven't seen it yet and I, I think you know for a lot of the the reasons that, that you said but it seems like that time is probably coming I think so, so.
1: It's like Muhammad again, he ran for state representative last year, and again, he lost in in the primary. But it's like, again, in Minneapolis, where you've had people elected to positions there, you now have a a congresswoman from Minnesota, who's head of Somali descent, who's had some notoriety uh, nationally. So, it will happen here the way the council is made up currently, even with the changes to come, where you're going to have nine members representing uh, districts, may give people more of an opportunity from the immigrant community to get a place on city council. But there's certainly or other avenues to get more involved politically too and because the numbers right. are so large here, it, again there's, it's hard to tell how many Somalis, for example, live here total. Estimates have have ranged in generally forty-five, forty thousand, 40,000, somewhere around there. But they have a large impact on the community here, not only in Linden, but citywide. We just found out that the Somali Community Association of Ohio is going to be partnering with Kent State University, a couple of economists up there, trying to gauge the economic impact of the Somali community, not only in in Linden, but the entire city of Columbus. But no doubt a lot of their work is going to be focused on Linden because of the the density of the, the population. population, the Somali community there, and also the businesses that line Cleveland Avenue.
0: Yeah, the businesses that line Cleveland Avenue are going to be really key going forward to the the read and development of that neighborhood. You've got lots of vacant pieces there. It doesn't seem, and Mark, you have more expertise on this, so feel free to jump in. It doesn't seem like the kind of place where we're going to see some sort of really big anchor tenant come in no. and then things sort of build off around that. It seems like it's going to be a lot more piecemeal mm-hmm. and you're going to have more and more of these immigrant-owned businesses mm-hmm. that are going to have to thrive in the neighborhood where those folks are living right now.
1: Correct. What you're finding along Cleveland Avenue is what you have found in many cities for many years that are more densely populated than Columbus in the in, you know, than New York's or the Philadelphia's or Chicago's or Los Angeles's where you have many mom and pop businesses there that serve the community. And a great example of that is a place called the Bonadier Shopping Center, which is on Cleveland Avenue. It's about sixty years old. Typical Fading strip center there are 80 businesses in there now though and including a bunch on the second floor that are kind of hard to find if you don't know what you're looking for but the community does but also proof of the investment of the community there there had been a group of people who had been actually subleasing that property and they bought it last year five somalis formed a limited liability uh, corporation to buy this center for 1.3 million dollars on cleveland avenue they're basically renting these spaces for $300 to $400 a month to generate income to help pay it off. But that's a pretty substantial investment in that community. Again, this is by the Somali community. Five people in the community now own that building. So people, again, are investing in the community. They believe there's a future there. It's a lot of money, and we're probably going to see more of that happening too.
0: Mark, do you know anything about the historical demographics of the the neighborhood? Has Linden always been sort of a a destination for immigrant families coming here back in the the 50s when it it would have been a a much larger population?
1: Even before that, especially North Linden, had a large Italian population. That, that moved there to, to work in the various manufacturing facilities around there, including close, the, again, Linden's close to the airport, so it was an easy commute over there, whether you're driving over there or by bus. The African-American population started to move to South Linden, again, many decades ago. So the, most of the community is now African-American, but it's also still a substantial white population, and again, a, a growing presence of uh, immigrants in the in the area. About 5% of Linden's population now is foreign-born. doesn't sound like a lot. It's only a little bit more than 1,700 people, but because a lot of other things are based there, whether it be businesses, mosques, things like that, it really is a focal point for the immigrant community, and that will continue to draw more residents to the area.
0: So it's a focal point for the immigrant community, meaning folks who live in Columbus but maybe don't live in Linden, um, who are foreign-born, are going there to patronize those businesses. Yes. um, And and to kind of engage with sort of the, the focal center of where people who also or foreign-born are are living. Correct. You can read more about the foreign-born population, the immigrant community that is really concentrating in the Linden area in Mark's upcoming story at Dispatch.com and in our print edition. And we look forward to talking with you all again next month.